Today on the Locked On Today podcast, the first round of the NFL Draft is in the books. Host Peter Bukowski will update you on everything that happened, go through all the major storylines, and look ahead to day two. Get more of the sports news you need in less time with the Locked On Today podcast. Follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. On today's episode of Locked On Spartans, I'm going to go over uh, Stefan Johnson getting arrested in Florida, uh, class of 2021 signee for Michigan State football. And then Matt will have his special Kentucky Derby. Let's go. You are Locked On Spartans, your daily podcast on the Michigan State Spartans, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Lockdown Spartans. It is Friday, April 30th. The year is 2021. I'm your host, Will Hunter. will be joined later by Matt Sheehan. Bit of a disjointed show today. Um, the original plan was Matt was actually going to fly solo. He texted me early in the day Thursday and said, hey, I have a segment idea. I'm going to record it. And I said, uh, okay. And then he said, oh, and by the way, I'm going to do a Kentucky Derby segment as well, and I'm going to record it early, and I said, okay, you know, we're trying to avoid the recording into the NFL draft, because we wanted to watch that, and then it was just like, why don't you just go solo, Matt, why don't you do a solo show, and so that was the plan, and then Stefan Johnson gets arrested in Florida, and kind of throws a, a wrench into our show plan, so what I'm going to do here is I'm going to do the first segment, I'm going to talk about it, kind of fill in some of the, the factual details and where things stand with that. And then Matt's two segments, I'll play them after that. His scholarship recruiting, not scholarship, his recruiting class look back, factoring in transfers, and then his Kentucky Derby preview as part of Fade Friday, which is brought to you by betonline.ag. That's the plan for today's show. Reminded to rate, review, subscribe to the podcast. You can find Lockdown Spartans wherever you get your podcasts. We do this every single day, five days a week, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team, Every single day. All right, let's start off with um, a not fun story, a really terrible story. Uh, Stephen Johnson, who signed with Michigan State in the class of 2021 uh, out of Venice High School in Florida, has been arrested. He has been arrested and accused of extorting an underage girl who would not have sex with him. That is according to ABC7 in Florida. Uh, according to authorities, Johnson had a, a prior relationship uh, with this girl. And remember, like they're both, these are high schoolers. Um, so Johnson recently turned 18. And when they were underage, they had a, a previous relationship with each other. Stefan Johnson had, according to authorities, a video recording of some of that. And now that Johnson is 18 and the woman or I should say girl, the juvenile female, uh, is underaged. He tried to use that video, a threat to post that video online to try to extort the girl to uh, having sex with him. So he has been charged with extortion and transmission of a sexual performance by a child. It is, you know, as with any sort of legal situation as it relates to a football team. 
what we're always going to view as, as the priority is not football things, right? So in this case, obviously it's pretty fresh. He just was arrested. Uh, the news broke Thursday mid-afternoon, late afternoon that he had been arrested. Um, this is certainly a situation. Michigan State football has not uh, responded as of uh, the time I'm recording this. Michigan State football has not responded to any sort of comment. And uh, according to ABC7, WILX and Lansing uh, reported that they reached out to the school for comment, but they declined. It could be a situation where they're just sort of waiting uh, to sort of gather some facts. And that's kind of the approach that I think a lot of us are going to have is you sort of wait to gather facts and then let the legal process play out with this just in the same way that uh, has happened before within the program. We think back four or five years uh, with the group of guys that were uh, suspended and then ultimately kicked off the team after they were charged uh, with sexual assault. We're going to sort of take the same approach here. We'll see what plays out. But, uh, you know, if the the reporting on this, if what the victim is saying, and again, we're, we're choosing to believe the victim, certainly, but um, Stephen Johnson is, of course, innocent until proven guilty. It's a, a fine line you got to walk. Um, if it's true, if this happened, if he is charged uh, with this crime and it continues on, say the charges aren't dropped, say they continue to, to uh, pursue it, I, I have a hard time believing that he is going to end up playing at Michigan State. Uh, I would be pretty damn surprised either way uh, if he ended up at Michigan State. So that is, you know, kind of where things sit with that. It's it's a really awful situation. It's heartbreaking for the girl uh, who is the victim in this crime. Uh, it's, you know, it's always sad to see, uh, you know, an 18 year old high school kid choose to do something like this. And, you know, we obviously hoped he would have a bright future here at Michigan state playing football, but you know, it, it seems like there's some stuff to be figured out on his end. And it's just, it's, it's a bummer. It's sad all the way around and, you know, this is going to be, in terms of his football journey, a major, major, major speed bump. And again, that kind of pales in comparison to the real life ramifications of this, which take center stage. So I have seen people asking, and I've been asked myself, what does this mean in terms of numbers, scholarship spots? And honestly, I don't know. Um, and that is kind of far down the list. That is not for, honestly, th in this situation, that's not for me or Matt to care about. That's for the people who are in charge of the roster to eventually care about once they get this situation sorted out. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a bummer. It's a huge bummer. And... You know, I don't know. I don't know Stephen Johnson or anything like that, so I can't really say I'm like disappointed in him. But it's just disappointing. It sucks to to have something like that, even though he wasn't officially part of the Michigan State program yet. Like he had signed his letter of intent, but hadn't yet reported to school. Would be uh, in about a month uh, had this not happened. Um, 
you know, it's just disappointing that it happened. It's a bummer. It's sad. It sucks. And I honestly have no idea and don't really care a ton at the moment for the football ramifications of this. I don't really know. But I, again, would be absolutely stunned if he ended up uh, at Michigan State if that allegations and what he's been charged with, like if it continues on and, and comes to fruition, like, yeah, this happened. Um, I'm not sure that there's much else to uh, to cover on it. It's a tough subject. It's not one that we love talking about, but, uh, you know, we kind of had to do something on it. So Stephen Johnson arrested in jail for or charged with extortion and transmission of a sexual performance by a child after he used a video of himself and I don't know if it was a girlfriend or just someone he had hooked up with or whatever, used a video of that to try to threaten the woman saying he was going to post it online if she did not have sex with him. So that is where things stand right now. We'll wait for Michigan State to comment on it and then we will uh, we'll go from there. All right, so no way to not awkwardly transition out of that, but Matt is going to be here in a second to talk about recruiting. Yeah, recruiting rankings, re-rankings, it factoring in transfers, going to lighten the mood, change the subject, talk about something that you might actually be uh, looking forward to hearing as opposed to potential players committing crimes, which we absolutely hate seeing. So Matt will be here in just a second. For, and then he'll have his, um, his Kentucky Derby preview after that. First, a word from betonline.ag. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball season is in full swing, and you can track all the action at BetOnline. This week has tons of sports action on the go as the NFL Draft is on and the Kentucky Derby is back with the first leg of the Triple Crown beginning this weekend. Get all the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs, including Major League Baseball, NBA, NHL, in all your UFC mixed martial arts action. Before the next pitch, head over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore, as this is your chance to get in the game as teams prep for their runs to the playoffs. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit with the promo code Locked On. One word Locked On to get a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. All right, guys, uh, this segment is just going to be me uh, because we got a request on Twitter to dig into something that is going to be very uh, numbers-driven, very uh, data-heavy, and for lack of a better term, long-winded. I will be doing a lot of talking here because there's a lot uh, of stuff to pour over that I just did a bunch of research on and whatnot. And yeah, it it was a great question uh, coming from Tyler. Sorry, I'm already screwing up his name. Taylor Jameson. Taylor Jameson. uh, He hit us up on Twitter with the following question. Can you guys re-rank the past recruiting classes as if the current transfers in and out were just part of those classes? I think that's a very interesting exercise. I mean, that's definitely been a, a topic we've jumped all over uh, the last week, the last few months, rather. Um, yeah, because that's just how Mel Tucker operates. Transfers come in, transfers go out. So where does MSU sit as far as rankings go? Um, what I wanted to do here was actually break this into two exercises. I'm going to ignore Taylor's uh, question for this first exercise. I apologize, but I think it's an interesting one to go over right off the top. 
So the first exercise I want to do here is treating this Hall of Transfers as if they are just part of the 2021 class. Let's just act like this is one big mega class coming into Michigan State as they all join the roster at once. So yes, the current class, the all-incoming freshman class, was ranked 43rd in the country this year. The average player rating amongst this new freshman crop has MSU sitting at 11th in the Big Ten for average player rating. But of course, with all the transfers in as well, it's hard to say that MSU just had the 11th best roster improvement in the conference of the offseason. So that's why I want to do this, piling together the transfers with this new crop of freshmen too. So let's put that to the test. Um, Will this be a perfect exercise? Not necessarily, because, like, for example, Kenneth Walker, his old rating was at 81.22. I, I think it's safe to say that he's not a low-end three-star, high-end two-star kid. Um, but I, I think it's going to be pretty close and a pretty good representation of how well the staff has done this year at improving the roster um, in one offseason. So, uh, just if you just took the transfers, excluding Kendall Brooks because he was a Division II guy, he does not have a two four seven player. Tw- I'm sorry, twenty four seven player ranking, so he's taken out. So that will give us thirteen transfers for this exercise. The average player rating of these transfers coming out of high school was eighty seven point nine nine. Now, if you just took that group of transfers, that would be the fifth highest average amongst the Big Ten in this year's class. Only OSU, Michigan, Penn State, and Wisconsin all have 2021 classes that average higher than 87.99. However, we have to add in the incoming freshmen as well to see what the rating of this crop of players is for the 2021 haul, let's call it. Uh, So before adding the transfers, the 2021 class, just the freshmen, have an 85.65 rating, which is an average player rating that ranks 11th in the Big Ten. If you add in the 13 transfers, that 2021 group now gets bumped up nearly a full point to 86.60 as an average player rating. It goes from 85.65 to 86.6 after you add in the transfers. And that now brings you up from 11th in the Big Ten to time you 9th in the Big Ten with Indiana. And it's almost a full point jump, obviously, just like we said. And the average uh, player rating would put you somewhere nationally in the mid-30s. So let's do the second exercise. Let's actually address Taylor's question right now and how all the shuffling and whatnot, uh, you know, where the dust settles on the classes. And let's just do the 2020 and 2019 classes. Um, There's been some good players coming in in those classes, and there's also been a considerable amount of guys walking away that were in those classes, uh, especially recently. Um, So before doing anything for this 2020 classes, the one that we're going to start with, before doing any of that, let's keep in mind this number. The class's average player rating for 2020 was 85.68, tenth in the Big Ten as far as average player rating goes. So let's take out the four departures that are already gone from that class, Tommy Guajardo, Josiah Robinson, Justin Stevens, and Jack Olson. Let's add in the five transfers, Lowry, Crump, Brown, Fitzpatrick, and Carr. And you've just gone from 85.68 to 86.33. And that is now the ninth highest average in the Big Ten after a .65 jump. So you just moved from a tenth highest average in the Big Ten to ninth 
one spot. But however, this is where I think it gets interesting is now you are also with this new rating of 86.33. You're now just two tenths away from Northwestern's, Iowa's, and Purdue's class. So of course, with my Spartan green goggles on, I would like to put this as you're essentially now two tenths away from being the sixth best class in the conference amongst average player rating than you were before. I mean, before you were uh, 0.85 away from being there. And now with the guys going out, the five coming in, you're kind of close to the middle there. And the middle's not a bad place to shoot, especially where with MSU is as a program, what offseason Mel Tucker just had to go through as far as recruiting goes. So it's not bad. Um, for last, let's just dip into 2019. Uh, these won't be <laughs> as, as fun. Hey, we jumped up numbers uh, as the last two were. Um, and that might surprise some people, but then again, if you do remember how highly touted some of these kids in the original class were, maybe this won't surprise you at all, because MSU has seen uh, quite the handful of kids leaving the class. I'm counting nine kids have left the 2019 class, and of those nine, we're also talking about four of the top five kids in the class. So really quick, let's go through it. 87.49 was the original ranking for this class, putting them at sixth for the average rating in the Big Ten. Not bad. So you take away the nine from that class, you add the four transfers in that are 2019 guys amongst this batch of transfers, and it actually drops from 87.49 to 86.81. So pretty much 0.7 is the, the drop there. But Again, you're also taking away Dobbs, who was rated over 97. You're taking away Barnett, who was rated over 97. You're taking away Luke Fulton, who was 88.63. You're taking away Trayvon Morgan, who was 88.29. So that certainly doesn't help. And you're also adding in Walker, who again was 81.22. So that's you know you get a drop that way, you know. But here's the fun part. Uh, just like I said, the original class would have ranked sixth in the Big Ten for average. Rating they had the 87.49. You dropped four, I'm sorry, you dropped seven tenths. So, where does that put MSU in the Big Ten? Still sixth in the conference. Uh, that 0.7 drop, while a pretty healthy drop, uh, was not enough to move MSU from the 2019 class to sixth to anywhere lower than that. They still, with the transfers that have gone out to the transfers that have gone in, still have an average player rating in the 2019 class. Of someone that averages six in the Big Ten. So that's what you have right there. Um, guys, I know that was a lot of numbers. Uh, thanks for bearing with me, though. Essentially, what we're trying to say is, uh, yeah, everything that, that has been talked about of uh, MSU getting rid of players and adding pretty solid players in, it, there's definitely numbers to back up that, yes, this roster has improved and the classes of yore are actually uh, improved with the recent market action all right guys stay tuned we're gonna dig into fate friday presented by betonline.ag with some kentucky derby action for you all right guys keep it tuned we'll be right back built bar is the best tasting protein bar ever and the new and improved built bar is even more delicious some of our favorite flavors churro puff fantastic birthday cake white chocolate birthday cake fantastic cookie dough chunk fantastic coconut brownie chunk slaps i love the raspberry cheesecake matt loves tough yum and there are so many amazing flavors all bars are covered in 100 chocolate they're soft and easy to chew and they're not just delicious on your taste buds they are delicious on your body they are low calorie low sugar high protein and high fiber take the peanut butter bar 
19 grams of protein, only 180 calories, only 5 grams of sugar, and only 5 grams of net carbs. You cannot beat that. Go to BuiltBar.com, use promo code LOCKED15, and you'll get 15% off your next order. That's LOCKED15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. Oh, why, hello there. Uh, Yes, it is me again riding this segment solo too because, guys, it is one of my favorite events of the entire year coming up this Saturday. Of course, we're talking about the run for the roses. We're talking about the Kentucky Derby at Churchill Downs going on Saturday, 6.57 post time. The most exciting two minutes in sports. I absolutely love this event. Uh, it's squarely on my Mount Rushmore. Love digging into it. Love looking up the horses, doing my hard research here. Ooh, what happened at the Louisiana Derby? Oh, how about the Arkansas Derby? Ooh, maybe the Bluegrass Stakes showed something. Well, boy, howdy, all those races showed something for the lead up to the Kentucky Derby. So we're going to do some Fade Friday, all Kentucky Derby action, courtesy of A. Gee, all right, I'm going to break this out. I'm going to give you a winner. I'm going to give you two middling odds. I don't want to call them lawn shots necessarily, but there's some great value on these two horses. And then I'll throw you one of those 50-to-1 lawn shots that, why not, just maybe sprinkle a few on that horse to show, which is a top three finish. All right, guys, so right now in front of me, we have the five favorites. We have Known Agenda starting at the inside rail. At 6-to-1, winner of the Florida Derby. We have a central quality, the favorite, sitting at two to one. We have highly motivated at ten to one. Rock your world, five to one. The Santa Anita Derby winner, and last but not least, amongst the favorites is Hot Rod Charlie. Eight to one odds, winner of the Louisiana Derby, not too long ago. Of those horses, guys, I, there are two that remind me of Gonzaga and Baylor from this college basketball season. You get into the tournament, and you just want to see these two teams meet up in the finals. Sure, they could get tripped up. Sure, one of these two horses could get lost in the traffic, and it's really a dud, and you never see the home stretch that we're all dreaming of. We saw that matchup between Baylor and Gonzaga. The equivalent to that for horse racing right here is highly motivated at 10-1 to versus central quality, a horse that has never lost, at 2-1. to one. Almost lost, though, against Highly Motivated at the Bluegrass Stakes last month. These guys were going at it down the home stretch. Uh, Central Quality finished the mile and 1-8 race at 148.50. And uh, if you don't know that, that's blazing. That's, that's, pretty, that's pretty speedy. I think it's going to be a Central Quality. I, I feel so lame. Taking the two to one favorite horse, but God, he's that heavy of a favorite for a reason. Now, if you're looking for a little value amongst the top five horses here, I'm going to give you a little value. I'm not going to say highly motivated 10 to one. I, I'm just going to give you the five to one. I'm going to go with Rock Your World. Uh, Rock Your World finished the Santa Anita Derby, which is the same length uh, as the Bluegrass Stakes, where your central quality won. Finished it uh, in 149.17, so uh, six-tenths of a second slower than essential quality. However, Rock Your World has a get-up down the home stretch, man. The Kentucky Derby is another eighth of a mile longer than any race that these horses have run right now. Rock Your World seemed to be picking up speed at the end of the Santa Anita Derby. 
I don't hate the five to one odds there. If you just want to throw a tenner on that, you win 50 bucks. Okay. Get you out the door, get in your Saturday night with a little more beer money than you had before. So I think Essential Quality is going to win. Two to one, I can't really get out of bed for that though. So I'm going to just sprinkle some on Rock Your World to win. Now let's go to the what I call the middle odds horses, you know, your, your 20 to ones, your 15s, 30 to ones, whatever. There are two that I, I have circled right here. And you could do win if you want to go nuts. Like Super Stock is the first horse I'll give to you. 30 to one to win. Okay, so, you know, pay $1, wins 30. Place, that's top two. If he finishes first or second, going to get a little less. And show, first, second, or third, you'll get less. But at 30 to 1, I, I think these odds will still entice you, perhaps. Um, why do I like Superstock? He won the same race where I fell in love with American Pharaoh from a few years ago. It's usually a premier build-up race to the Derby. However, it was a short field this year. There was only six horses. But Superstock won that one in convincing fashion. Agile down the home stretch was on the inside post, maneuvered flawlessly to the outside, and just <laughs> bolted to the finish line. Incredible finishing power from Superstock. Well, I don't think Superstock is going to win, but what I saw in the home stretch of the Arkansas Derby, especially with that little bit of length added to the Kentucky Derby, I, I could see a late backdoor cover for place or show for Superstock, and I'm kind of getting the same vibes here with the second horse that I've written down is Obesos at 20 to 1. Um, he is a bloodline of the 2013 Kentucky Derby winner Orb, if anyone can recall that. Um, 20 to 1, third in the Louisiana Derby. So, I mean, eh, you kind of sniff it as like, okay, that's uh, third, that doesn't really get me out of bed. If you watch the race, though, my goodness gracious, uh, when Obesos made the turn to the home stretch, <laughs> rocket launchers were strapped to him. Just, I'm going to go to the middle of the pack and just completely bear down on Midnight Bourbon. Snatched second place. No, I'm sorry, third place in that race, but just came bearing down. And I think with another eighth or sixteenth of a mile, it could have been it. I could have been it for Obeso. So I like Obeso to show. I like Superstock to show. And one more launch shot I'm going to get you out the door with is uh, a 50 to 1 horse. If you just want to get crazy, I uh, bet it to win. $1 win 50. Uh, you, you guys know the drill by now. I like Sainthood for a nice little show bet. Maybe just five. I don't know what that would pay. It'd make it worth your time, though. Uh, guys, if you don't know by now, I love a good, strong finish. I love uh, home stretch power. And St. Hood, I got to say, had that. Um, Could have won its last race with a little more track, but just powerful. I mean, an eighth of a mile longer, I think, will do this horse some good. Starting at the five post, so could get caught up in traffic. It could be completely blown and out the door by the time they even reach the first turn. But at 50 to 1... I. Come on. <laughs> I mean, come on. We're just going to go ahead and do that anyway. Uh, and, of course, guys, betonline.ag. Uh, they got all sorts of props. They have uh, Will uh, Brad Cox trains the Kentucky Oaks slash Derby winner. Uh, yes is 10 to 1. Like, they have uh, best finishing position out of five horses. For example, Brooklyn Strawn, Helium, Hidden Stash, Like the King, Sainthood. Well, you guys know my pick. It's going to be Sainthood out of the bunch, uh, in my opinion. But, yeah, just go ahead. Hop on betonline.ag, check out all of their prop bets. Uh, one that I'm going to give you right before we go out the door here is winning distance. 
of the Kentucky Derby. Over, under is one and a half lengths. Even odds on both sides. I'm going to go under. I'm going to go under. At first time, it's back in the first weekend of Saturday. First weekend of Saturday. First weekend in May, I should say. In what feels like so long, even though it's only been two years. Uh, I feel like we're due for some Kentucky Derby magic. I, I'm really hoping for an exciting race because, phew, man, very few things get me more excited in the world of sports than the Kentucky Derby. All right, guys, God bless. Good luck on your bets. And uh, make sure you rate, review, subscribe to the podcast. Uh, hopefully something happens over the weekend. And guess what? If nothing happens, we'll still be back Monday to talk MSU sports. Uh, and let me get you out the door here with some fun facts from my handy-dandy Day-by-day MSU calendar right here. All right. Andrew O'Connor was a senior on the 2019 MSU Outdoor Track and Field team. His sister, Leah O'Connor, is a former Spartan track great who won NCAA titles in the outdoor 3,000-meter steeplechase and indoor mile. All right, guys. Rate, review, subscribe. Love you all. You guys are the best. Go green. Let's have ourselves a derby weekend. Let's go. Let's go.